from the sunny and cold Gold Coast. <laughs> yes. Uh, we are entering, we're not entering, well, okay. Sydney's entering lockdown or has entered lockdown and for stay the at home orders. Um, and then the Gold Coast, we've just been told that we need to wear masks starting from 1 a.m. Is that tomorrow or today? Tomorrow. Yeah, tonight. Tonight. Um, for the next two weeks. Yeah. Which is the most that the Gold Coast the will have ever had have. to wear masks. So it's a pretty big deal for us. I know it may not seem like that to some of our friends across the sea, but um, it's here and it's the Delta variant as well. Yeah, it's not been fun because at work, like we update the community all the time about COVID restrictions and like literally every day for the past like four days, there's just been new updates or backtracks because <laughs> they were originally going to like backtrack so many of this the things like last week. What do you mean when you say backtrack? Like loosen the restrictions. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then so they were good. I think they did. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, no, there's more. What were the restrictions before? I thought I didn't even know we had any. Um, There were still some for like a certain amount of people per square meter that you can have or things like that. Now Um, there's no dancing. I know that. that No, there's one that was like only 20 people can dance at a wedding actually they said they're still dancing at weddings yeah. now but no dancing anywhere else and it was just funny because i was like are they actually gonna like stop the 21st person from entering the dance floor <laughs> oh. <laughs> um but yeah so we are back in more of a lockdown and it's winter here so it just feels more serious and cold and everyone in sydney i think is especially I'm really feeling. curious to see because i saw that post on instagram today that i sent you and it was arguing the point that Australia has done things a bit backwards almost with COVID, I think, because they were saying they've just had such extreme border measures and I think not vaccinated that many people yet. And now we're kind of behind the like rest a, of the world in um, some ways. Inhumane, basically, yeah. like, because people have been kept from their families like us, too. Um, people aren't allowed to. Yeah, see their loved ones. And it's been such Mm. an extended period of time. And that there's also no plans to actually reopen the borders or let people from other countries in who have been vaccinated or anything like that. And that Australia is doing things in a barbaric manner almost almost, Mm. uh, in the same way that they've done things like with refugees and stuff in the past. I think so. There's... It's interesting. Like there's... You could argue it for both ways, right? And I'm just... I'm really curious also... I, like, I know why they've been so stringent, like, and kept us an isolated island, and it is to it is to protect us. I really do truly believe that. Um, and it has worked up until this point, and we've managed to have a really, like, low yeah, amount of cases. We've been really, really lucky with our lifestyle and everything in all of Australia, except for Melbourne, obviously, um, this whole time, but have we really actually avoided anything or are we just delaying the inevitable? I'm not sure. Yeah, because a lot of people have said we won't have herd immunity in the same way because we've had so little of it. And so now not even with vaccinated. the vaccine, yeah. like I, I just, yeah, it's I don't hard know. to know. I think also, at least from my perspective, because we were so conscious in choosing to move to Australia and we love the lifestyle here so much. I've been appreciative that if I'm going to be stuck somewhere, this is where I'm stuck. Like that's Mm -hmm. been my kind of attitude towards it. But I feel like I can understand if some people don't have the same (laughs) attitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But anyways, yeah, things are feeling a bit serious and doom and gloom right now. And we're like, one thing that I thought was interesting though, before we get into the actual podcast is, um, that Singapore today declared that they're going to treat COVID like the flu going forward and they feel like enough people have had it and enough people have been vaccinated that they are ready to just continue on with their lives and so they've put out the statement that they believe that you know covid covid is here to stay there's always going to be different variants of it coming up and that we have to learn how to live with it so like the new normal yeah exactly it's the new normal they said they're not going to be tracking cases anymore and doing that kind of stuff um they'll just treat it like the flu with like a, a yearly vaccination um and then they'll also, they'll obviously like track um any severe cases and all of that kind of stuff but otherwise mm-hmm. it's going to be business as usual and i think also a lot of testing will be available like really readily interesting yeah i did feel 
this weekend, actually, people it felt more serious because more of the places that I went to were really strict about checking into like the COVID app. Um, and even at grocery stores now, you have to check in. So that made it feel a bit more like future. Well, we like, should. Yeah. Grocery stores are the most like the place where <laughs> you would get it. That's where my best friend in Canada got yeah. COVID. And that's where everyone goes, right? It's yeah. the most densely populated. Everyone touches everything too. Um, that's the breeding ground, I think. <laughs> if there it's was probably one. probably true. <laughs> okay. But because all of this kind of heavy stuff is starting to land with us, we decided that it was the perfect time to put out a podcast that's uplifting. And we've been thinking, like, even though it's been a really tough year and a half or whatever it is now, right, 2020, a little bit of 2021, there are some really fun, light, like, exciting things that have happened. Yeah, good stories. Yeah. And yeah, and something really cool happened yesterday, actually, that made us both super emotional, which mm -hmm. we'll talk about, like, at the end of the podcast. Um, and that inspired, like, this episode, yeah. which is basically our anything can happen episode. It's our little kind of positive gossip sesh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so before we start, um, how has your week been? Um, my week oh, been... wait, I also forgot to say we did not record a full moon podcast, and that is because... We've been so like slow on getting our podcasts out. Yeah. And so we did our um, We Love Bondi podcast, which is the last one. And then we realized like what's the full moon. I think the full moon was right before we did it, right? All right. We almost were going to have back to back full know. moon episodes. Yeah. And like we just, you know, everything's kind of been catching up with us. So it caught us off guard. I think I was like, is today the full moon? And you were like, yes. And we were like, oh no. Um, and it was a pink super moon and it was mm. the last full moon of the year. Okay. So how was your week then? My week has been good. It's been good, but busy. I'm still looking for a place to buy. So I had put in an offer on that one and then they just didn't care the one that was on it. my street yeah, yeah the one down the street from you and then I've kind of slowly been trying to like up my offer a bit but the real estate agent doesn't seem to care at all so it's like the worst real estate you know, agent he's like ever. really not trying to negotiate or see how much money I have has he written you back to that or he just no he hasn't it. written me back to the one the last one or I the second one I just said yes yeah. so I feel like he's well because but did he say they only want the price yeah but I feel like they would always say that to try and get you to up it a bit and like he did say he would tell them, but then he hasn't, I don't know. Anyways, I'm going to leave things up to the universe <laughs> and see what happens. But um, it's been cool. It's been nice to be like, look at different places and see what's out there. And it's a whole process and like a new thing to learn. So has it been nice to look at other places? Or? Um, I feel like it has in some ways. It stresses me out a bit in some ways, but then I'm like, wait, this is a good thing. I should be having fun with it. So I'm trying to. I think there is that it fear. It's so attitude. hard to know. Like, there's a fear of missing out for yeah. sure. Where I'm like, what if I never not find having a nicer tunnel place? vision and think, oh, this is the only place yeah. left that I'll somehow be able to get. I keep on trying to check myself and be like, what do I actually care about in the end, and what's important to me? But it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to not have the fear or have that like scarcity mindset or like, yeah. There's a lot of different factors that are playing in on it, but I keep trying to write myself lists <laughs> of like what I'm looking for and what pros and cons are and just remember it will work out I think that's the main thing it's just like everything in life <laughs> um what else I don't know work has been a bit busy so I've also been trying to get myself out of that typical loop that I go in where I get really stressed about something and then like let it build up but then it's just a waste of my energy. So it's a lot of me checking myself this week and trying to not uh, let myself go down those spirals. And I think also a lot of that is just because it's winter and cold and darker and it makes me have like a more anxious mindset sometimes. Um, How did you feel on Sunday when we had a beautiful sunny day? Um, I did feel a lot better. I had a really nice Sunday. I was hanging out with my new boyfriend Ooh, <laughs> are you calling each other boyfriend girlfriend yes it's Aww. official um uh but yeah we actually went so he's injured and can't like move that well right now because he injured his achilles but he um is a runner and he's been telling me he'll help me run better because i was like oh i want to actually 
like run properly <laughs> um so we went for a little jog around like a loop around my neighborhood and he bicycled beside me and then he was just like telling me some tips on like running form which I'm trying to figure out and the main one is like you're supposed to move up and down not forward or something which I'm trying How to get my head around get I don't know <laughs> I don't know um but it was yeah no that was nice and then yeah I had a little beach date but it's kind of that weather where you have to try and hide behind a sandbank because it's cold and windy but in the sun is nice um, and then I actually did jump in the ocean despite the cold and it was re- it was actually like Alex and I if you've seen us at the beach are normally the people who just walk in straight and don't kind of hesitate or anything and this was one of those times where I was like, <laughs> like oh, really? slowly kind of went in and waited a really long time before I so it's under. cooled off the water it's definitely cooled off but then once I actually went under I was just like oh I love it like anytime yeah. I actually jump in the ocean I just start laughing and like smiling and basically Me too. yeah because it's, it's never as bad as you think it's gonna no, be I guess no matter how cold it is it's once always you take fun the plunge you're just like, this was amazing. And then I was just laughing and like frolicking around like a kid. Yeah, I just love it. And it makes me super happy. So how was your week? What did you get up to? Um, the biggest thing that we did was the Gold Coast. We used our Gold Coast holiday dollars. So for those that don't know about this, Australia is doing this program in different states. At least Queensland's Queensland, done it. Yeah. I don't know if any other states have actually done it. But uh, if you live in the Gold Coast, they were giving away 30000 vouchers for a hundred dollars to go and do it at like different selected activities or like hotels or restaurants yeah. or all to that try kind and of boost stuff. tourism and get like more business back to people who basically have been affected by covid and stuff yeah and they're actually really cool so i won one of the hundred dollar vouchers and you did too mm-hmm. uh and then so scott and i decided to go to SeaWorld because it was half off and it's one of those things that's kind of really expensive for what it is and not something that we'd normally pay for, I yeah. guess. Um, but we really wanted to take Sadie to do something that she would actually enjoy too. And yeah, that was like a real like family fun event, which we've never <laughs> done something like that before. And it was. It was actually so much fun. And even though she's only, she's going to be five months old tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, she did really enjoy it. Like she definitely, you noticed dolphins jumping out in the air. Yeah, what were her reactions? <laughs> um, she was just entranced. Like she yeah. couldn't stop staring at it right like it really did catch her attention and then we also went to like this jellyfish exhibition which is all in the dark and the jellyfish are just glowing like and wriggling around and stuff and she just thought that was like the best like sensory baby class ever basically (laughs) uh so yeah it was just it was really worth it yeah um what are you guys using yours on i still have to figure that out there's not actually that much time left so i've got to sort it but i sent my boyfriend like a few of the options and one of them i think one of them was like fishing like a fishing tour and the other one is like indoor skydiving and then there's also one that's a helicopter ride but it's only like 10 minutes so it's really short but it would be cool to like go over the skyline coastline what do you call it anyways um and we were talking about it the other day and i was like he said he'd never been on a helicopter and i was like oh i don't think i have and he was like how do you not know if you've been on a helicopter before <laughs> be the exact same way uh, but i was just talking to, uh, to you about this because i was like i feel like sometimes i lived so many lives and done so many things but also you've read so many books too and books and movies where things feel so realistic and then you're like once yeah. you reach a certain age i think it is true I, where you're like did that happen in my life I or did like, i just read about that no the older i get the more moments in my life that i have that feel so deja vu where I'm like, oh, I feel like I've already lived this. And I feel like I would feel that if I went on a helicopter because like I've just done a lot I've of I've seen things. so many movies with Tom Cruise <laughs> yeah. jumping on a helicopter. But like, I, yeah, like I've been on yachts and I've gone like abseiling down a 30-story building. Like, I thought, well, like, and also let's preface this like or side note if you've been on yachts because your company yeah. owned a yacht and then you had to like do all this do yacht PR stuff. For a yacht. not oh, yeah. because Tori's just and not like some rich on yachts all <laughs> no. the time um but yeah I just I think I'm at that point and also flying life. on helicopters yeah. so often she can't remember it but I think I've been on like a seaplane or something I don't know anyways so yeah I have to sort my holiday dollars out still but I might be going on a helicopter ride except if we're also in lockdown later then you probably won't be doing any of that I wonder (laughs) they'll probably extend them actually Uh, we'll see um but yeah so that's our week and then yeah there was one other thing so this sounds good yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's not that good but I um 
I got a subscription to binge.com.au, which is a new streaming service here. We have a lot of pretty good streaming service options in Australia, I think. And one of the shows I started watching was Mayor of Easttown, which I'd heard like I'd heard things about it, but I hadn't actually gone and looked it up. But it was just one of the first things that popped up and I needed to watch something. So I did. And it's with Kate Winslet. And it, she's just this, um, like police chief or she's not a chief. Detective. She's just a detec- oh, detective yeah. in a small ish town in the States. And a young girl is murdered and she has to start this investigation and she basically knows everyone went to high school with everyone. So it's just a really good, I think character study and just so well acted and you just can't stop watching it. So I watched it once, but like while I was doing stuff on my computer, so not fully watching it, like looking at it the whole time. And then I really wanted, cause I got really into it by the end and I really wanted Scott to watch it. So then I got him to sit down and I rewatched it with him, but properly. And it was just as good the second time around. And I don't do that a lot with stuff unless it's like that good. And he, even though he's like such a big critic of stuff like that, especially, oh, like, is this actually going to be like a good detective thing or whatever? Um, He could not stop watching it. (laughs) His favorite thing he just kept saying over and over was that it has more twists than a twister. (laughs) which I think is very true so definitely it's one to watch yeah and you recommended it to me and then I think I watched a bit of the first episode but then like had to go to work or something and then I started watching the rest of it and then I just stayed up till 3 (laughs) a.m one night watching it which I I never stay up past like 9 p.m normally so that's a big thing for me but just how do you stay awake or do you watch it deliriously I think I was a bit delirious and I just I think because I had a really busy week I almost had that feeling where I felt like I hadn't had enough time for myself so it was Uh almost like me stealing back so time. do you like you lie down and the laptop's on you and you don't f- constantly fall asleep and then like i somehow awake? didn't i don't know i was just in a weird oh i think that night because i'd gone out for dinner with my friends and i oh, i only had one beer so i mean i don't know i wasn't drunk or anything i would be so asleep like i, I yeah anyways but i recommend watching it too because like it's one of those ones where if you scroll past it on the streaming platform it just looks kind of depressing and like I don't know. For me, when I it's saw not it, something, yeah, I would, no, I was yeah. just like, oh, it's just some period thing or like it's not either, either. But like, I don't know. I just didn't call out to me. But then it is just like the story almost didn't even matter in some ways because the characters were so good and you just kind of it may it just felt very realistic and very like you were just really in it and like part of the town or something. Well, we've I don't talked know. before about True Blood, right? Like the yeah. Stackhouse books. Um and that feeling in a small town and i i got that same feeling watching this like i just like learning about these like small knit communities and like the intricate like delicate balance of their relationships and and it kind of is that idea again i think of not everything can be so black and white sometimes especially when you exactly yeah yeah. it's like there is not such a clear right and wrong and all that stuff Mm -hmm. okay but now on the flip side of that um, some really good news, especially for our lockdowners, is that British Love Island is coming up. I think this week yeah, or is it next soon. week or something. It's really soon. And two years ago, we yeah. watched the last British think, Love Island. I think we talked about it on one of our like first episodes. In the yeah, Gold Coast. and it was just a joy, like an actual joy to watch. It was also right after we moved here and it was like midwinter again. And we had just moved into our apartment and didn't know anyone or have any life. And we were just like, these are our friends. <laughs> yes, <exactly. laughs> so we lived vicariously through British um, Love Island. And some of those couples are still together now and really happy. Or at least one of them is and then one couple formed after the show and they yeah seem and those guys oh yeah the guys from the show are having their own reality show yeah which I, and they're funny yeah, they're, they're really funny, funny and they're actually really good mates and like you can tell they just love each other so hopefully this one will be you know somewhat yeah. something to compare okay so let's get into our good news short and sweet right we've got eight of them it's an anything can happen bonanza uh, just a little inspiration and it's kind of inspired by you know last week we talked about 
Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck getting back together and just that feeling where you're like oh my god I can't believe that happened like so basically kind of a list of those kinds of weird and random and some of them beautiful some of them inspiring like those kinds of things that happen and so kind of our top eight things that have happened in the last year so number eight this just happened yesterday and it was I like, like frantically messaged Alex and I like, started oh my God. I actually cried <laughs> and then it's funny because I wrote a comment on this person's Instagram like in relation to this and I wouldn't normally do that yeah, and you don't do so that many often. other people had written like I don't even know you but I'm crying right now mm-hmm. and so I think it was like a worldwide sentiment and Scott was with me when I when you sent me that yeah. and he was like what <laughs> what's happening <laughs> but it really affected me so um there is this girl who lives in the Gold Coast named Elodie. Um, her partner, Alex, nicknamed Chumpy Pullin, uh, it was a Gold Coast, or sorry, Gold Coast, was a gold medalist mm. snowboarder for Australia. Um, he was also a really accomplished musician, and he just seemed like one of those beloved people yeah, who, who's kind of just magical and good at everything. Yeah, and, like, and really brought so much like love and life Mm. and laughter to like everyone who met him kind of someone that no one could say a bad word about like he seemed like he was very just a real olympian like in In every every sense sense. of the word yeah and last year so it was actually on july 8th so the anniversary is coming up he went swimming uh spearfishing he went spearfishing down at the palm beach reef which is like just something he would do all the time Mm -hmm. um and he ended up having a shallow water blackout right which is really common with with experienced um free divers right yeah it's like they know how to hold their breath so well sometimes that they end up blacking out out, yeah Yeah. without like having the warning signs for themselves Mm -hmm. and he had a weighted belt on i think too so he ended up drowning and uh i think elodie was i've heard this story because i read it was all over the news right and i actually felt conflicted about whether or not I should follow her after it was morbid I think it's a bit of almost that idea of trauma porn in a weird way yeah get really invested in yeah and I remember I went and looked at her Instagram a few times and I was like no don't follow her like leave her be but then she was posting a lot actually which I was a bit surprised like right Mm. after but she'd post these beautiful sunrise videos and stuff like because she'd go to the beach every morning with her dog and like they live in the gold or she lives in the gold coast as well so um it's actually content that i love like it's the kind of content that i do as well and like the kind of life that i live and i love seeing lived so i did follow her um and now i think because i remember being like oh how many followers did she have at that time and i think it was like fifteen thousand or something and now she's got like seventy thousand followers so this story has affected a lot of people right like it's it's something that really resonates with people and has become really compelling and she has posted really candidly about her process of grief like through this last year and how in love like this was the love of her life right like and they've been together for eight years she's only 28 now so Mm -hmm. but it was like a beautiful beautiful eight years they were trying for a baby um you can just see how in love they were and like all the like she has a lot of videos and everything from when they were together and she'll post them and you can see how in love they were and how kind of magical of a bond they had and I think there's something so like, intoxicating in that yeah. and you, it it you makes you believe it, in even it. if it's not yeah. your relationship yeah um but yeah and I remember thinking oh I wish like they had had the baby like a baby before you know he passed away or something like I can't even imagine what that mm. would have felt like like because when you're with someone for that long and picturing this whole future together. And she it, said they were had never been happier. Every, she said they would say every day at that point, like, life is just perfect. It's yeah, perfect. And how right? lucky are we to. Because they had just moved up to the Gold Coast. They bought this beautiful house in Palm Beach. Like, they were getting ready to start a family or trying to start a family. And all of her friends lived up there. Like, yeah, they were good people, right? And it was just, yeah. And then so with this girl Elodie um also after Chumpy passed away I think she found out her dad had inoperable or something like that brain cancer like Mm. within a few months too so just like heavy 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 right and so Tori and I have kind of been like 
following her and supporting her yeah. <laughs> like in with our from afar. Yeah, from afar um this whole time. And then yesterday she posted the most beautiful photos of her and her dog Rummy mm. in the field um and they were pregnancy photos and she is pregnant. She's 23 weeks pregnant. And if you do the math like you're like, "Oh wait, how did that even occur Mm. but she just like released this whole press statement and stuff um that basically they did something called uh sperm extraction sperm extraction retrieval yeah you have to do it within like 24 hours i think yeah i think i thought it was 36 because i just listened to their she started a podcast with her best friend just Mm. recently and they did like a 15 minute episode on this so i just listened to it this morning and i think they were saying it was like you have up to 36 hours to oh no sorry it was legally 36 hours uh, to retrieve it so they had yeah. to get all the paperwork done so she obviously wasn't thinking straight um like right after everything happened but her parents and his parents like got and together friends, got a lawyer yeah. got everything sorted um and went and did the retrieval and then she started the ivf process um like a few months i guess mm. after he had passed away and became pregnant and now there's this beautiful baby chumpy on the way like yeah. and it's just it's so someone wrote a comment saying it was bittersweet and i thought you know what i i feel like it's you can't say it's more than bittersweet yeah. right like it's just, it's just so like amazing this, like to have this a cycle of life thing or this continuation yeah, yeah. and like i just yeah i just I'm so so happy for them. I'm so happy for her family. Mm. I'm so happy for And also because she said they'd been trying for like eight months or something before. Yeah, and hadn't been and able to get pregnant. Like, like that, that is a miracle. Yeah. Um and well one of the things that got me too was she said something like her brother was like, Oh, I'm so excited to be a dad. Yeah. And like yeah, they were just such a tight knit group of people, like her family and all their friends and stuff. And so she said, like, she really has like an army of people rallying, rallying around her, and so mm. excited. Like everyone is just so excited for this mm. piece of this person that they loved so much to be coming back, basically. And yeah, it's gonna be like such a loved baby and so mm. supported. And I'm just so it's just really beautiful. Yeah, I'm so excited yeah. for for her and for this journey. Yeah. I think it's like the happiest outcome you could have from that that sort of situation. So it's just beautiful. And anything can happen. Anything. It really can. Yeah. Miracles are there. So they are. That's great. Okay. So this one less emotional and <laughs> somewhat related. Yeah, just interesting. Uh there were two really cool scientific discoveries in the last year related to um pregnancy conception. And so one of them was so the first one, this was like in 20, like, what was it? June 10th, 2020, this was coming out. So they realized that the women's eggs actually help choose the sperm that come. So there's like a lot of different things that are happening. But one of the things is like they lay almost like a trail of uh, like breadcrumbs. Yeah, they said it's breadcrumbs. <laughs> that's what, that's yeah. literally in the article. It's like, it's like a trail of breadcrumbs. And it like lures the sperm to the egg, right? But it'll lure like I think certain sperms and then not mm. others. Like the more desirable sperms. And one of the most extraordinary findings in this study was that a woman's egg doesn't always agree with her choice of partner, right? So one of the quotes in it was, we expected to see some sort of partner effect, but in half of the cases, the eggs were attracting more sperm from a random male Um, The most likely explanation for this is that these chemical signals allow females to choose males who are more genetically compatible. Wow. That's like a lot more sophisticated than I imagined. (laughs) Yeah, I think. Oh, wait, there's some more stuff I want. I'd love to read from the article. So they said basically what these genes are about. Sorry, it's an article from CNN Health, but there's just there's tons of articles on this. If you just type in um, women's egg chooses sperm, Mm. there's just so much stuff that comes up. Um, They said basically what these genes are about is fighting infection, fighting diseases and helping our immune systems do really well. The more diverse those genes are, the more diverse are the kinds of infections you can fight. And if your partner has a slightly different combination of these genes than you do, then you're going to produce offspring that can fight an even broader array of pathogens and diseases. 
And because mammals, including humans, are programmed to give our offspring the best chance for survival, our bodies have developed all sorts of methods to reward the strongest, most diverse, and most compatible mate possible. Even the female reproductive tract is an obstacle course designed to weed out weaker, less susceptible suitors. Reproductive tract fluids, for example, flow downwards, thus forcing sperm to swim upstream, much like salmon must do when they spawn. The female's immune system views sperm as a foreign invader, attacking those swimmers as if they were germs. Once past the obstacle of cervix's muscular contractions, sperm must then choose and swim up one of two fallopian tubes, yet the egg only travels down one, leaving a blind alley that they can go down where there's no payoff. The journey is so arduous that the tens of millions of sperm a male might deposit our best estimate is that only about 250 total sperm get to the site of fertilization where the egg is. And on top of that, only about 10% of the 250 sperm are able to fertilize at any given time. So of that 250, it's more like 20 or 30 cells that can actually fertilize an egg at any different time. That's crazy. It is. Okay. Hearing that makes me be like, wait, how does anyone get pregnant? <laughs> but obviously they do. <laughs> yeah. And then the other, so that came out like almost a year ago. And then more recently, it's so interesting. So they found out all this stuff that the women's eggs are controlling a lot more than they thought. And then they also found out around like a month ago, I guess this came out. It was May 30th. Um, that sperm may play a bigger role in pregnancy than we originally thought as well so they've started to like research how sperm actually seems to be able to transmit signals that persuade the female body to have a baby what does that mean so in this article from bigthink.com they said that past research has shown that seminal fluid contains proteins that dampen this immune response. So the immune response we were talking about before where the female's immune system basically tries to kill the sperm as it comes in, right? And treats it as germ invaders, right? So they're saying that the seminal fluid contains proteins that dampen this immune response and encourage the woman's body to accept the zygote and the pregnancy. So... Um, Researchers at the University of Adelaide have discovered that sperm send their own signals designed to persuade the woman's body. This overturns our current understanding of what sperm are capable of. They are not just carriers of genetic material, but also agents for convincing the female to invest reproductive resources with that male. Sounds like an extension of dating. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Like there's actually so much like so many factors involved in so much talking between mm the two bodies and like what's happening like yeah more than we even realize i think it's crazy that we don't we didn't know any of this until now it makes you wonder how much more we'll learn over time yeah um but yeah that's one of those like anything can happen right there's it's kind of magic like i think it is there's an infinite number of combinations that can create different things beautiful okay so what is number six this one is a bit of kind of like love stories i guess and there's a few people that we both follow on instagram or through podcasts that are kind of women who have been perpetually single for a long time or like unlucky in love um and they talk about it a lot yeah and that's been a big part of their story and their narrative and then in the last year they've all just found these like amazing relationships and just one of those kind of almost uh fairy tale ending thing yeah, it's yeah. A, it was a big hurrah moment when you hear them speak so, about it one of the first ones is um, Brittany Hockley. So she, we've mentioned her podcast before. So Life Uncut. Life Uncut. Um, and she is basically, she was a former Bachelor contestant in Australia. She was like one of the most famous Bachelor contestant, yeah. bach, Bachelor contestants because she got to the end. Everyone thought she was the one that was going to get chosen. And then, because he had rejected the other girl of mm. the two girls. And then when she went and stood up with him, he rejected her too. So it was the first time and only time The Bachelor chose no one. Yeah. So, and that was after she had been in a relationship with a sociopath or it was. Yeah. So she dated another guy who was, she found out was living a double life and had a fiance and like they dated for years. 
Um, so yeah, she's had a very unlucky streak in love. And then has been single for nine years, basically, yeah. until she met this tennis player. Yeah. And it's so she said she'd been on the app um, Raya, which is kind of that celebrity dating app sort of thing. Um, and she said she'd seen him a bunch of times. But it was like, oh, no, he's too young because I think she's 33, 34 and he's 26. 26. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, oh, and he's a tennis player and this and that. So she just kind of like swiped past him a bunch of times. And then I think he liked her. Something happened and she was finally just like, OK, I'll just match with him. Um, and then they just went on like this amazing date. And she said she kind of knew from from the start that they just kind of had that chemistry and had that click. And then I think they went on a several hour date and then they basically just didn't leave each other's side for a few months because I think she had time off and he had time off from tennis. And they basically just kind of moved in together and like had this crazy romance for a few months. But then because he's a tennis player, he had to go back on the tennis tour. And because of COVID restrictions, like it they, she couldn't really do so with him so she was staying in Australia and he was off on tour and I think they've been apart for three months now so basically they were dated for three months intensely and then decided to try long distance which you'd think you'd kind of be like oh is that gonna work like he's a professional athlete like they haven't been dating for that long like the age gap like there's so he's many 26. factors yeah there's a lot of factors where you're like oh like mm, is that really gonna work um, but she's just gone and reunited with him now and has joined him on tennis tour and like it seems like they're just super in love and it is just one of those things where like age doesn't matter distance doesn't matter like if you love someone you can make it work waiting nine years doesn't yeah matter. and it was worth person. it I'm sure she's had so many people over the years be like oh you're being too picky or like what are you looking for like and doubted if she was like waiting for some perfect person or that type of thing and then she's just found this beautiful romance so it's been really nice to just watch on Instagram <laughs> from afar um, but yeah it's and especially like on the podcast her podcast she was kind of always the single one who had the funny dating stories and this and that and like it's just nice to see her find her happy ending because she wanted it yeah too, not because. yeah no because she wanted it um okay and who else is in our little oh so Raina greenberg is that her name so another podcast that we listen to girls gotta eat um those girls are kind of famously both single and like talk about their dating life a lot and they are very kind of like boss girls and are really successful with their podcasts and enjoy living in new york and their careers and and ashley is one of those people mm -hmm. it's ashley and Raina, and ashley yeah. is one of those people who does want to be single like, yeah like she doesn't want to like have he, kids or yeah necessarily get, like live she with someone wants a partner but yeah she yeah. doesn't want to live with someone all that kind of stuff and Raina, you could tell like with the stuff that she said that she did like and yeah. she'd say she did but yeah. she started to make really self-depreciating comments i felt like more so than normal mm. um in the last year little while. And yeah. sometimes i felt like oh is she okay like um i think it's just got to that point sometimes where you really if you've been single for a while and you really just really want to meet someone like not that you have to but some people sometimes you just get that feeling yeah where you're starting to feel a bit discouraged or thinking maybe you won't meet anyone and yeah you can get down on yourself and it seemed like she was maybe in that place um but then she just recently like maybe a month ago had said she started dating someone new and you could tell she seems so happy yeah you could yeah. tell in her voice. it's just so nice when you like yeah when you see that that change like in someone right and so with, with a lot of our friends too i think covid time has been really good for people to get into relationships yeah. like i think it's given us more time with ourselves more slowed things down and i think made everyone reflect on what they really are looking for yeah agreed um and, and be yeah. able to get closer bonds as well it's been yeah. really beautiful and with her like the guy that she's found is someone who is divorced who i think she before said she never would have really dated a divorced person or like wouldn't have appreciated a lot of the things about him that she does now so it's mm -hmm. just kind of a, like a good reminder that you can change your perspectives and find something in someone that you wouldn't have maybe a few years ago or something um but yeah she just seems really happy now and like really content and yeah not to say with all these stories that like that's going to solve everyone's problems finding a relationship or finding <laughs> a partner but, but it's so nice when it does temporarily yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay and then you had someone else i don't know this person but oh this is just another um person that i follow on instagram so she's i guess she's kind of an influencer her name's dana mercer she does a lot of like body positivity stuff what's her instagram handle um i think it's just at 
Dana Marcus, like D A N A M E R C E R. She's pretty. I think she has like millions of followers. Um, if you look it up, you'll find her. But she, yeah, she does a lot of body positivity stuff, which I would also just recommend to follow her for because I, f- I find it just like pretty positive um but she was also i think single for quite a while and then she mentioned that she had hired a matchmaker so she was living in i think dubai um and she's like a editor and a travel magazine person or something like that um but she yeah she had hired a matchmaker and she didn't really say that much about it but then all of a sudden she kind of revealed that she had this like italian boyfriend that i'm assuming the matchmaker set her up with and i don't know if he lived there or lives in italy or how that all worked out but um they've kind of had this whirlwind romance and she ended up packing up her life and moving to italy and then he proposed and they're engaged and she's been posting these like beautiful love stories from italy and seems like so happy and so um just like loved and at peace with herself and it seems like she's really found someone who just like loves and admires her for exactly who she is and like yeah it's just been really um just really really beautiful and she seems happy and it's nice when you can like I feel like sometimes when you follow people on Instagram you feel like you really know them in a, in a nice way and like to see them find happiness is really great and inspiring so yeah <laughs> Lots of nice little love stories happening in 2021. <laughs> That's true. And then what do we have for number five? This is a pretty <laughs> late one. Um, it's more of a, I can't believe that happened yeah. uh, rather than anything can happen. But it's so weird that Byron Bay, the small town in Australia, has become the new mini Hollywood of COVID times, at least. They've been filming all these movies here. I think we talked about it in a different podcast. Yeah. Zach Efron, I think, was the first one to move here, uh, like after Chris Hemsworth and all that yeah. stuff. Um, and he's like basically like immigrated to Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started watching his like travel show on Netflix too. Yeah, I watched the Costa Rica. Yeah, episode. he's kind of gone around the world and has like realized Hollywood life isn't for him, and he wants to kind of like connect to the world more, which is interesting. But yeah, it's just funny. It is funny with Byron becoming Hollywood because Byron was originally like the hippie like town and now it's yeah it's but i think that also speaks to like a wider perception Mm. uh, like that everyone is kind of now searching for that too i think so that's why someone like zach zach efron is making a tv show about that basically and it's like there's a big cultural shift in like what people are yearning for yeah i think that's part of a lot part of COVID as well yeah like what we were just saying but yeah okay and number four Uh, this is a big like anything can happen (laughs) is that our parents finally renovated their house 33 years after they first moved in yeah so they moved in like i think six months after i was born yeah and our mother hated that house from the day they moved in yeah. And talked about how much she hated that house every day for well, 33 because years. Because they were supposed to have this other house. I think they somehow bought two houses at once. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but it did. Um, and yeah, and our house is in a good neighborhood, but it's just like, it was like 70s linoleum tile kitchen floors and yeah stained like, glass chandelier. Stained glass chandelier. Yeah. Like the dark like a, wood cabinets in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, it needed an update for sure. Um, but and they talked about renoing and my mom drew a million floor plans of her. Yeah, I got different architects renos. to come in and do that. She's also like the maybe the world record holder for a number of architectural digests in a regular <laughs> household. Yes. Um but yeah, and it was one of those things where I just wanted them so badly to change something in the house. Yeah. Just because I can't imagine like living so unhappy in a space for that long. It would drive me crazy. I think it's almost like I don't know if it comes from like a perfectionism or not wanting to do it um, for fear I think of it being not almost paralyzed. Out. I think it's a yeah. generational thing for sure. Because yeah. like for me, I I wouldn't have even. You don't have to spend the money. You can literally just buy a can of paint and paint the cupboards white. Yeah. Like that's what I would have done just to give it a little bit of a facelift or you know and i begged them <laughs> to let me do that yeah. like more than like once. what was that show trading spaces yeah like that style yeah. oh yeah. my god some of those things were awful that they did <laughs> but basically anything i think anything would have been better just yeah. to lighten up the space but anyways the point is 
33 years later, they actually did it because they were getting ready to sell the house, which they did do. Mm. Um, and they renovated the it into thing? their dream house. It looked right? amazing. It was beautiful. They did. Yeah. They moved the front door. Right. They added on a bathroom upstairs. They like whole nine yards basically they re-landscaped like everything um and then because of covid they got to enjoy the renovations they got to stay in that house for a bit of extra while and like long term just stay in there not be able to go anywhere else (laughs) and it was a like it was the perfect time to enjoy like this creation and really like love where they were right um and they even eventually got to entertain some friends for barbecues and do all that kind of stuff so yeah yeah. that's a that like huge people that i if when i tell friends who know my parents and i'm like they renovated the house everyone's like what, what? <laughs> like, yeah i sent because they did like a, a professional miracle. video like the real estate agent did so i sent that to all my friends and they were all like oh my god i don't even recognize it it's amazing yeah. um so yeah and that was actually a really good lesson for me too mm-hmm. seeing them do it and it's the thing i've said this a lot like it's one of the things i tell myself is if there's something that you want to do most of the time it's not actually going to go away you're always still going to want to do it so it's better to just do it like as soon as you can rather than wait because it that need will still be there and that's the same thing with them in that house Mm. right and it's one of those things where you know they could have been enjoying those renovations for 30 years rather than only for like the last six months or whatever it was so i mean it's better late than never for sure better late than never but it did make them very happy yeah. <laughs> um, and also just to add on to that, so they've sold the house now and they're just staying in a condo. Um, but they're they've applied for their residency to move to Australia and like they're gonna be starting a whole new life at in their seventies, which is pretty cool. Like it's so exciting. It's like a it second is. lease on life, Like how right? often do people actually get to do that? And I think that's what will keep them young and keep them like it's it is like when you put yourself in a new situation, a new environment get those like brain cells firing right it's exciting and just they'll be able to enjoy the outdoors all year round they can golf every day like it's gonna be a good life for them and i'm so excited for them to get here (laughs) okay so number three is about us right Uh, what are our anythings that could happen that happened in the last year what are yours alex well mine is (laughs) That I got pregnant um, on the first try, which is amazing, especially after, you know, knowing people who've had, it can be yeah. so, so, so difficult. I thought it would be for me too, because of my health issues. I did a podcast on all my health issues. <laughs> um, if you want to follow my health journey, you can look that one up. Um, but yeah, the fact that I got pregnant on literally the first try, which is just amazing, especially knowing all these scientific discoveries and all the intricacies of what had to take place, like the communication between my egg and the sperm Mm. cells and my body. And, you know, it's just, it's really interesting. Um, And a miracle. It was a real miracle and a real anything can happen. And then what about you? Mine, I guess I'd probably say some of my love life. (laughs) For sure, yeah. So I think it's pretty much a year since I broke up with my ex. And I felt like after that, I definitely had so many of those worries where I was like, oh, what if I don't meet someone else or this and that? And like we did have a really good relationship in so many ways, but it just we weren't like on the same page in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was one of those things where I was like, oh, he's an amazing guy. He's so nice. Like, what if I don't meet anyone else? And then I feel like I took most of the rest of last year kind of to refine myself in that way and just like take some time to myself. Um, but I did have a lot of those worries and those things with timeline and being like, oh, like how long will it take this and that? And then I feel like I've actually met a few people. <laughs> um, it's so cool. I feel like anytime you've started to feel impatient almost or like a bit, oh no, yeah. what if I don't meet someone? You just like met someone right and away. And it's one of those that. things where I really do feel like each person I meet, I learn more about myself and I find out more about what it I sets want. sets you up for the next person yeah. even better, for sure. And like, I just have this whole new perspective around dating and love, I think, in a good way. And it's like a lot healthier. Um, and then, yeah, like my boyfriend now, I feel like he has so many of the things that I like set out to like find. And it just feels great like and I wouldn't have you ever thought and I I explained a bit about this on the last episode but yeah like I met him while I was on vacation in another city and we just ended up talking and like facetiming for hours every day and it was just such a 
like not conventional way to start a romance and I wouldn't have even imagined that was going to happen but then it was also like the best way to start a romance because I feel like it allowed us to really get to know each other and build a lot of trust and stuff before we even met in person um so yeah it's just been like such a great foundation for a relationship and also was very unexpected like I went on vacation I was like maybe I'll have a vacation romance but I didn't think it would be a long distance vacation romance (laughs) um but yeah I just feel like in the romance department I definitely have more of that feeling of like anything anything is possible and you really never I also think each thing that happens is a stepping stone to the next thing and you have to have faith that it's with good reason yeah I definitely have that now I feel like I've come a long way and it feels I think we've seen that with a bunch of our friends in the last year too because we've had some friends who came out of really tough relationships like I have three friends like and they all found love like almost right away after in a really interesting way where they were able to appreciate that person so much because of everything that they had gone through and they might not have done that previously if they hadn't had those like quote-unquote bad relationships before yeah a lot of people have met people this year I, I find like mm-hmm. I think there was like some point at the beginning right at the beginning of the year where like so many people I knew just found someone and I was like, yeah oh 2021 mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so number two Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> back to the celebrities so as I was saying, I have a subscription to binge.com.au and on binge is The Hills, which I think, did I talk about that in my intro last I think week? so. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, I was watching The Hills, like, reunion, reunion or what? I, there's some name to it, but now I forget what it is. Anyways, um, season two is actually really interesting because like Brody Jenner has gone through this metamorphosis, right? And he broke up with his wife and he grew his hair really long and he got <laughs> lost weight, even though you didn't know that he needed to lose weight. And now he looks like my ultimate, like, grade four crush. That's what I feel like. I feel like he always reminded me of a Greek or, like, a Roman god statue or something. He's a beautiful yeah. person. I don't know if he's beautiful inside, though. But he's definitely <laughs> beautiful on the outside. Um, On the inside, though, he's always had an anger streak. And anyways during it's interesting in the second season of the hills because they've all they all were in lockdown and stuff and then it's like they've all had these awakenings like personal awakenings and decided that they are going to do self-work and that they now believe in the universe and the season starts off with Brody inviting the whole cast over to his house to have a bonfire letting go ceremony And so each cast member has to release something into the fire that they want to let go of in their life, like now that they're out of lockdown. And it's just such a different tone than if you've ever watched those shows before. But um, I really liked it, obviously. (laughs) And um, yeah, so there's just like a different streak to it. It's pretty cool. And the other thing, so this is why I wanted to put The Hills as my number two. Tori didn't really get it. And then I was like, no, just wait is anything that can happen is Heidi and Spencer Pratt have been together for 10 years. They've been married for 10 years. And I they are like the longer. most. Oh, they've been together for longer, but married for 10 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They've been together for longer, but they've been married for 10 years and been together for what, maybe 14 yeah. years or something like that. And I mean, they're, I wouldn't say they're dysfunctional together. I think they have their own dysfunctions and obvious issues that they haven't worked through in their like general lives. But overall, they are like the most solid couple that's probably ever been on a reality show. Yeah, I, and I like didn't think would you about have that? Ever... I guess reality. And oh, that's funny. You're talking about the universe and like this stuff. Because remember, Spencer was infamous for crystals, and everyone made fun he of still him because he was really into His crystals. Companies called but, Pratt Daddy Crystals. But now crystals are so accepted. <laughs> His company is called Pratt, Pratt Daddy Crystals, <laughs> and that is how they make their money. That's from is selling it. crystals. Yeah, wow. they have a crystal factory. And they run that, and she runs the website, and she runs it with a whip. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they have a little boy, and she, I think they have an boy? alcohol problem, oh. like, for sure. But, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. They're still together. <laughs> and I find that pretty impressive. impressive. I never would have ever pegged that, like, 14 years ago that that no. was going to happen. 
Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I like that everyone's becoming a bit more spiritual. I feel like the world needs it. And if it can happen on the hills, then it exactly. can happen anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And then our number one. It kind of ties into that. Happen, yeah. Yeah. Is just like how the world has changed in a positive way through COVID. And mm. like one of the things for me is I've always wanted to just have a job where I could work from home. Right. Yeah. That was like a main thing for me. And like my last contract that I had in Sydney, I was only going to accept it if they would let me work from home two days a week, which was kind of unheard of at the yeah, time. Yeah, and it was right? a big deal for you. I remember you being like, oh, is this too much I know, to I was ask? like, oh, am I going to, like, what's going to happen? And I asked, and I was, like, brave. I felt very brave to do it. And they gave it to me, which was amazing. And it made my life so much better, my stress levels, like, all of that kind of stuff. And I just was like, where in the world, like, when will we ever be able to do this, like, <laughs> and have it not be? be something that you're stressed well, about or feel like the odd one out for doing it even when i was working for my tech company in sydney they like discouraged working from home because they said i think basically they thought the salespeople like took advantage of it, or they just like didn't trust people to do it yeah. um so yeah like if that was happening at a tech company then like how far would we have had to go without it's just so COVID? crazy though because like that contract that i did was 2018 to 2019 and I just never could have ever imagined that less than a year later, I would be in a situation where we would all be working from home mm. and like the landscape would change so quickly because like that chance, I guess, like to be able to do that on such a mass scale and force companies to like learn how to operate that way and, and give trust to their employees because there was no other choice and then see the results and see oh actually this we can do this right yeah. or like there is still productivity like hide people, behind people have to learn responsibility right like um it's just yeah like we never how long would that have taken for this to become a normal thing to do now if like we hadn't had something I like this know happen if it would have <laughs> like, fully happened in the way that it has exactly so it just fast forwarded like a lot of things and like fast forwarded mm -hmm. relationships right it fast forwarded yeah. like people um wanting to find more meaning in their life i think and all my friends in toronto are buying houses and getting pregnant <laughs> which i think is accelerated by covid probably um but yeah i think it's really just given people a lot of time to reflect and think about what they want and like have almost some i think in some ways like live a more tenfold life because you had to be a bit more conscious about how you are living your life it's true it was a it's been a beautiful time for reflection mm -hmm. and yeah i just love that i yeah this the reality of the world i don't want lockdowns i don't want covid no. <laughs> i don't want this stuff but the fact that i do get to have a job where now i just work from home and if i were to apply for another job there's so many jobs out there that are full-time work from home now and it's just such a great option that makes your life so much better and yeah i i can't believe that that happened anything really can happen and it can happen really quickly yeah. too so you never know who or what's going to be the next jennifer and ben exactly. <laughs> slash benifer i remember when you had decided to move to australia and we were talking about it there's i think it's like licky lee and she has a song called anything can happen i forget how it goes well Send, we'll give you a link to it but it was like that I felt like that was your theme song for moving to Australia because we were like really? anything can happen why I don't even remember the song it's literally just like anything can happen anything can happen do 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 do, do. <laughs> did I sing it with you I don't know maybe it was just in my head I but... never forget <laughs> songs I literally am like what is that <laughs> maybe we'll add it on to the end of this episode yeah we should um but yeah I feel like just anything can happen it can and you gotta have faith yeah <laughs> and even if we're in this lockdown again and all this stuff is happening there's so much ahead of us like a lot of beautiful things it's true it's mm. a beautiful time yeah okay so that is it for a little positive gossip list for the week um we have run out of time to do our woo-woo session because it's 10 p.m. and it's past our bedtime and 
my laptop is dying. But we will do a special one next episode. <laughs> yes, we will. So stay tuned. Um, and if you're not, make sure you're following us on Instagram. It's at TNFLD underscore. And our Facebook page is at TNFLD. And yeah, just make sure you're, you've followed us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to. And, and leave a review. Yeah, we love Woo-hoo. it. It makes us really happy when people do <laughs> to know who's listening and who's out there. Um, so yeah, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. We hope this has inspired you a bit and made you feel a bit better, boosted your mood, lifted your It made me feel better. It did. I feel in a good mood. <laughs> Even though it's so late. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully you guys do too. Okay. We love you. Love you. Bye.